What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. So we have a couple things to discuss today. The main story will be coming right up, but first, let's get into some of the smaller pieces of news before we head to our main topic. So Brandon Belt has signed with the Blue Jays. It's official. The Blue Jays have officially announced it. Brandon Belt, we know, has spent his entire career with the San Francisco Giants. After 12 seasons with San Francisco, he's now headed to Toronto. And it's a one-year, $9.3 million contract for the 2023 season. And it's, it's the end of a very colorful era in San Francisco. Because Bell was a fifth-round pick by the Giants in 2009, and he reached the majors just two seasons later. He played in 63 games as a rookie and took hold of the primary first base job by second season. And he was a key contributor on their 2012 World Series team. He was definitely an anchor in that in that lineup, for sure. I mean, injuries limited him to only 61 regular season games in 2014, but he was healthy enough to contribute to the Giants' third title in five years that season. And throughout the coming years, he battled injury issues on and off, but when healthy, he was consistently a productive offensive player. We're talking about a guy with a 123 career OPS+. plus. That means he's produced 23% more than league average. He was an all-star once in 2016 and just generally a solid bat, but injuries have been the issue. You know, he hasn't played much in the last few years just due to the injury bug, but the Blue Jays are trying to bank on some upside here. So, Clearly, the Blue Jays believe that the production that diminished a bit was a symptom of the injuries, and if Belt can recapture any of his previous form, he would definitely be a quality left-handed bat to a predominantly right-handed lineup. We have Vladimir Guerrero Jr., who's going to be the everyday first baseman, which means that Belt is going to be a DH. That's, that's probably what it's going to be, but not an everyday DH, because they have Danny Jansen and Alejandro Kirk, who are catchers, and when one of them is not catching, the other one will be a DH splitting time with Brandon Belt. So it's probably going to be a platoon at designated hitter for the Blue Jays. That's probably what they're going to do against right-handed pitchers. You'd see Brandon Belt start, and then against others, you'd see either Jansen or Alejandro Kirk. But then again, none of these players are going to be strictly relegated to a platoon. Because we see how things can change over the course of the season. So, that is the news coming out of San Francisco and Toronto. Now, with the Giants. Brandon Crawford is the only player from the 2014 team who's still a Giant. So, it looked like the club was going to go in a different direction this offseason with the Korea thing. But, you know, that, that all fell by the wayside and... Brandon Crawford remains in San Francisco. Trevor Story underwent internal brace surgery on his right elbow. So Trevor Story was gearing up to play shortstop for the Boston Red Sox. And it was announced by the team just the other day that he underwent surgery on his right elbow. It's an internal bracing procedure of the right ulnar collateral ligament. That is the same ligament that that gets worked on during Tommy John surgery. Usually that's actually what's replaced altogether. So he didn't get his ligament replaced, but 
he had some work done. It's called an internal bracing procedure. And the Red Sox haven't provided a timeline on his expected recovery, but he is expected to miss a significant amount of time. Because if you look at a recent example, an outfielder, Eli White, underwent the same procedure while a member of the Rangers last year. And at the time, the club announced he was expected to miss six months. So the obviously the injury is going to be different. It's going to be handled differently by each player. Each player is different. Each player recovers differently. But at the end of the day, you, you don't know. So the Red Sox have some question marks. They have to figure out exactly how they are going to plug this hole now, this gaping hole in the middle infield. Because you now have Trevor Story on the shelf. And at second base, what are you going to do? He was playing second base last year, so you got to figure it out somehow. That's what they're going to have to do. And on to our main piece of news. Our main piece of news is regarding Carlos Correa. He has finally, well, we don't know yet. The ink isn't dry. But he he he's finalizing a six-year, $200 million deal with the Minnesota Twins. Remember, the Twins are the team that... Korea most recently played for. So we've never seen anything like this. This is the most public free agent saga we've ever seen. And first, Korea was in agreement with the Giants, and that didn't work. Then he was in agreement with the Mets, and that didn't work. Now he's back with the Twins. Six years, $200 million. So what exactly is the deal here? Well, it's six years, 200 with a chance to go up to 10 years, 270 if he reaches the plate appearance incentives each season. But the guarantee is six years, 200 million. And apparently the Twins have already completed the part of the physical related to Carlos Correa's ankle, which is the, his right leg slash ankle is the point of concern because that was where he had surgery on nine years ago as a teenager and that's where he had it re-aggravated at the end of the 2022 season. But as I said the other day, Correa was going to have to sh- settle for a shorter deal. When you have a guy who plays shortstop a premium position, even though he could move to third, but we'll say he plays shortstop. You want to know that he can stick there for some time, and you want to know that he's not going to be hurt. You know These up-the-middle positions are very valuable. You don't want to sign someone to a 12 or 13 year deal for them to only last you the first, I don't know, five or six years. And then you're on the hook for a massive deal when a player might be out of their prime, because that's the truth. He's in his prime right now. He's 28. Giving a six year deal is perfect. Takes him to age 34. So, as I said, until the ink is actually dry and we see Carlos Correa in an introductory press conference, we still need to kind of tread lightly here because we've seen it happen on two separate occasions. This is now the third team that is reportedly in agreement with him, but it's it's not it's not ready until he has officially signed. So that is the biggest free agent, obviously, on, on the market. He was the biggest free agent on the market remaining. But yeah, Carlos Correa staying in Minnesota for six more years and $200 million. So that is going to do it for today, folks. If you enjoyed this, 
please share with someone who'd be interested. And we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.